Welcome to the 100th installment of the Final Scoop Podcast. Thank you all for joining us. My name is Robert Chinesky, the Supplement Engineer. Joining me as always, my international band of brothers, Lucas Rutkowski, Prometheus Intelligence Sports Technology, Shane Smith, the Stack3D.com. Welcome one and all. Robbie is off getting his nuts bashed at a party with the uh, Nutrition Corners. So uh, I don't know if he's going to be joining us today or not. But uh, thank you one and all. You got any comments, questions, queries, or quips? Uh, feel free to post them up in the comments. We'll get to anything and everything during our uh, time with you today. And thank you all for uh, sustaining us through 100 episodes. It's been uh, fun, and I'm surprised it's, it's actually made it. You know, we've been doing this for two years now, so this is pretty awesome. Man, we're, 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 uh, we're on. Is my microphone a little bit better now? Quasi. Okay, well, yeah, dude, look, look. We're, we're we're staying in, 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 in a hotel and and obviously it's Ava's bedtime. Did you just go to bed, dude? Yeah, take your bottle. Oh, okay, no, the lid the lid stays. Okay, there you go. Have fun. Take Welcome, the lid. Alex. How are you? And congrats on the uh. Didn't he? You just won the bodybuilding show last week, didn't he? Yeah. Big shout out to Alex, my boy. Yeah, man. He Congrats. won. Uh, he won at the Toronto Pro. Great debut, and he has a bright future upon him. So, yeah, awesome. So, Shane, you're currently in Cyprus. How is Cyprus? I'm in Cyprus here. Yeah. And so, for it's, people who have no uh, idea where in the world that is, where is that? I think it's it's kind of just below Turkey. To the left, it's an island between, and it's off the coast of like Iraq. I think is the place. Mm-hmm. There's not a country further down from us, so like, it's pretty kind of all off by itself. But it's it's a lot like Greece, to be honest. A what, little more developed. Yeah. What's I guess? Are y'all just going there for a vacation, or do you have some business down there, or is just a place y'all wanted to come and check out? We usually like to go places every. I don't know, four to six weeks or something, mm-hmm. like for fun. Um, and we hadn't really done that since we got to the UK. Okay. And we were going to go to uh, Morocco, but um, flights were a bit shitty. And then Pathos stood up. I was like, you know what? And we were meant to go there back in 2020 before all our shit got canceled. Yeah. The flight would have been much shorter because from that time, we were actually meant to be living in Poland. And so it would have been like a two-hour flight. From the UK, mm-hmm. it's like four uh, it's, it's, it's nice though looking hot yeah Shane is the international man of mystery he absolutely is globe trotting trend setting industry leading news source in the supplement industry and, uh, hey by the way when you are coming to Poland <laughs> <laughs> no remorse when I was saying when I was saying I, you know, every now and then I saw Lucas like, yeah, yeah. So when are you yeah. going to Poland, motherfucker? <laughs> so we have, I have to figure out, the only reason we weren't is because we have to fly back to America through, uh, sorry, we have to fly back home to New Zealand through America through supply side. So before we came back, so we had, we booked a trip that we always wanted to do to the Greek islands in July mm-hmm. at the end of our expo. And so to get into the UK, you have to have a ticket out of the UK. So it didn't like, and it has to, can't be returned. So it has to, so when you come in, they ask you when you're going to leave. 
And so long as it's within the visa time, which has a six months, um, you have to have a ticket out. Uh, and so we booked a ticket to Athens and it was in July. Uh, and so if anything went shitty or we couldn't find whatever, we would continue on home or we would fly back to the UK and then go back through yeah. supply side. So we hadn't really booked anything until after July, until July, really. And, and the other issue was that if we wanted to do supply side, we had to figure out where the U.S. stood with their um, mm -hmm. testing rules. Just to get into the U.S. previously, we had to get a test a day before. Yeah. I believe you guys are scrapping that tomorrow. So because uh, if we were to have to get a test and then go back to the U.S., we wouldn't be out. We, we, we didn't want to do that through like a country like Poland because to say I, I, if, if my entire test results are in Polish and I have to fucking explain that to someone in the US shit out of luck so I'm just not going to understand it so we yeah. now that we know there's no test we are going to have to leave from wherever the fuck uh, uh, we want to go to the US to supply side to their yeah. Robic seminar and we can make our plans from July to October which includes okay. Poland I hope there you go yeah. or Lucas's house, which is in the middle of fucking nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Well, and there's no roads to help you get there, so you have to navigate by like star and moonlight too. They build the roads, but you you still need a horse to get to my my spot. He's like, like his he's one of those his, his uh, city town is one of those. I think it's a town. I'm assuming it's a town. Yeah. Yeah. Big enough to be called a city. Yeah. When you get to town standards, man, damn, you were. Uh, Bro, we got like 90,000 people here. Do you have a Walmart and a McDonald's? That's kind of the mark of civilization. Is there a Walmart yeah, and a McDonald's? Bro, we don't have we don't have such a thing here in Poland or like war, Walmart. No, no, Walmart. We've got Walmart Walmart just of America. What are you, what are you yeah. doing? It's the world's largest retailer. I mean, come on. Bro, we've got, no, we've got it's cheap. America's largest retailer. I don't know if you can say it. Like it's, it's probably the biggest in the world by just being in America. I, don't, wouldn't, I wouldn't say it. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, people outside of America just. We got, uh, I could say, like Alter, Alter Walmart. It's called Lidl. Yeah, Lidl. You must have a co-op or something. Yeah, we've yeah. got we've got plenty. We've got plenty of like cheaper cheaper like stores. Oh, All the. Do you have a Do you have a McDonald's? Of course. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so it's, it's a pretty good town. It's a pretty good town. That oh, and by the way, I, did when I, got by the way I, I don't know. I don't know if you remember, but the McDonald's that we have, it was the first one that was built in Europe. That's 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 in new colors, green and uh, and brown. They tell you that when I was in when I was in Orlando, because years and years ago when we went to Orlando to go to Harry Potter in Universal Studios, I'm talking like eight years ago. Yeah. We went to McDonald's one night, and I don't know if you've ever been around there, but there was this McDonald's that was just giant. It had a fish tank. It had all this weird shit, and on the sign was the world's biggest McDonald's, and I went, bullshit. It was. <laughs> and so when we went to Disney World this year, I went back to it, and they revamped that son of a bitch. It's really? pretty fucking giant. It's pretty big. I'll give it that. But um, I think a lot of, a lot of it was kind of like, wait, they did like wood fried pizzas and shit. Non-McDonald's stuff. Yeah. Cool. I, don't know, I don't know if they just did it to like make up the space. Yeah. Or a guy that owns it just like uh, maybe he's 
don't know. He just wants that title and he has to use up the space somehow. I don't yeah. remember if I uh, if I send you uh, pictures of uh, my McDonald's here in my city. I think you because it's like it was like up. it was like two months ago. They were rebuilding the entire the entire place, so they changed the uh, they changed the whole spacing. Uh, they put like, some uh, you know uh, IC and 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 other on other stuff you know to it. Mm -hmm. So now it's like way modern and so on and i was like laughing i was like oh shane will come soon so he will be super happy about that <laughs> yeah i'll see if he has to get a plane to is it Poz, poznan poznes yeah, yeah to yeah. poznan yeah. and i'm Lord's gonna I'm McDonald's gonna, from shane i said that to you didn't i yeah i said that to you yeah look at that bitch god damn that's huge that's what she said yeah. Yeah, yeah you, you need to take a plane to Poznan, and I will pick up. I will pick you up from there. Poznan, isn't that like fucking miles away? What? Isn't, it, isn't Poz, Poznan like quite a while away from you? Hundred kilometers only. It's what? Hundred kilometers. It's hundred kilometers only from my spot. Well, I'm not a mathematician, man, but if you're driving 100 k's an hour, that's an hour drive. That's fucking long. And you ain't driving 100 k's the whole way. Bro, don't worry about me. I told you. Just, way, fly to Poznan. Just fly to Poznan. I'm going to pick you I'm gonna pick you from the airport. It's only, what, 60 miles, isn't it? Uh, 62 miles. That's nothing. Remember, that's an we've hour. got new roads. and a half. We've got new roads. Yeah, see? They'll get a, the extra fast horse buggy for you, Shane, okay? It'll be fine. You see them European cars, man? <laughs> yeah, those little like, things that you look like you could kick over your fence? Yeah. Listen, instead of things. one horse, I'm going to take two. I'm going to pull up one of those ones where it's just got like one seat in the front, one seat in the back. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, to Devin. Yeah. No, Robbie. Robbie is... Uh, Apollon is participating or in, uh, enjoying... The uh, nut bash, oh, the nut bash. nutrition corners are hosting Doug Miller's uh, chain of stores in the Carolinas. There was uh, another so. one that I was going to go see on the way to supply side. Mm -hmm. He's also, I don't know if it's just me. He's, he's like, because he's an hour from the airport, give or take. Yeah. It was it 45 minutes? That's a long way, man. You're saying Doug is? For me, that's a Yeah, from the airport. Well, here's the thing. When you fly to Austin, I am 15 minutes from the airport. I was actually thinking about flying to Austin. See? I'll come pick you up, too. I can come pick you up if you need it. You don't even have to get in a car. European car? No, I've got a, I've got a Camry. You know, we're, we're good. Oh, familiar. I've, yeah. See? I know the car. Yeah, see? It's a, it's a 2014 Camry, so it'll be, it'll be good. It'll be an upgrade. Yeah, <laughs> it's the it's the, it's the supplement engineer money, right? It's the, the... Yeah, exactly. No, that we bought that when I was on my engineer salary, like, like the actual mechanical engineering salary. Oh, I'm so glad I don't need to buy a car right now. Cars are either impossible to find or so exorbitantly overpriced because of inflation and the chip shortage and everything. Uh, I'm glad I'm not looking for a car right now. Bro, and the gas is just crazy. The prices are like yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Well, there are four. That was gonna... 
40 a gallon by us right now? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that means because no one uses gallons and no one knows. knows we'll we'll the... get the rest of the world on American units soon enough. Freedom units. I tell everybody that now. It's freedom units. See, it's it's a great saying, isn't it? No, I like the saying, but it's a stupid, it's a stupid <laughs> measurement. <laughs> it absolutely is, but it's but it's awesome at the same time. Oh man! All right, you guys uh, listening out there, if you got any comments or questions for us, uh, let us know. Uh, Shane, on the supplement side of stuff, the finals of the Stack 3D Energy. Oh yeah, this week or this week. So, um, how is overall turnout in and all of that stuff? Similar to last year, pretty much. I think I said last year when we introduced actually for that's the the clash that can't and protein was like when we introduced the. the, the in, incredibly secure voting, uh, it, it proved much harder to, uh, I don't know, we didn't get as high numbers. Um, yeah. Well, this was like, of the people that visit the page, mm-hmm. how do I, I would say maybe 50% of the votes go through. Yeah. I can't tell if they're trying to vote or they just got the page and we're like, nah, it's too much effort. Yeah. I can only tell if their votes gone through. But of the traffic that goes there and then the tr- votes that come through, mm-hmm. it's not easy. Doesn't um, it doesn't previously when we didn't have the security stuff in there like, was all, always um, similar high numbers, but uh, it, the, uh, the 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 there wasn't that much drop off. So I think either because the way you have to do it now is you have to complete the capture, and then you also have to uh, verify your vote via email. So it's mm-hmm. a it's not a short process. It's not as simple as I like this one. Yeah. Um, but pretty big turnout, similar to last year, I'd say. Uh, and to be honest, it, it kind of, I think, um, with like protein wars and Clash of the Cans, it's always kind of been, you could almost predict it if you were to sit there and say what protein powder or energy drink you think stacked readers would like the most, which mm-hmm. one they see the most, which one do you think has has had the most impact on them that almost always seems to be one of the ones that wins or at least makes it into the final and so yeah. it's, it, it, it's kind of makes a good reason as to why the likes of Rays and Ghost are in the final because I mean we're heavily sports nutrition and those are two big sports nutrition energy drinks right there no Monster Ultra no yeah. um, Red Bull no um, Rain yeah. Rain won one year but oh, and bang. I think that bang. Was the that, yeah. yeah, bang doesn't seem to draw that much, at least from our audience. And I think even though brands support it and their votes come through, we can see when it's mm-hmm. votes being sent versus coming from our site. Um, yeah. uh, and it's, uh, like I said, it kind of makes sense as to why these two end up in the final. Because you always see people say comments like, ah, oh, selling so doesn't win, it's full of shit. Yeah. I was like, you forget. It's. Uh, if you did a popular energy drink contest in the island of Samoa or if you did it in, the, in Poznan in Poland, there was going to be completely different results. And this is the same again. This is a heavily sports nutrition driven site. And I mean, these are two, uh, two of my favorites, two of the big ones we've seen in sports nutrition. Are you surprised at all by any of the favorite. early exits from the other products? Really? It, it's no. always you kind of, to be honest. I think this final, the great semi-finalists are the same as last year, except I think Monster was in the place of 
shit, I can't remember who it was last year. But Ghost, Rays, and C4 were all in the semifinal last year. They were all in the semifinal this year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, be cool to see who wins. I um, yeah, I know Ghost has a big draw. Rays has an incredible loyal fan base. Like their insider program is crazy. Whenever a new flavor surfaces, they have a um, I don't know if you've seen it. It's like a it's like an insider group, and they pay, and then they get like a I'm not sure exactly what they get, but I think it's like a box every month. And so they don't really know what they're getting. And in it yeah. is uh, new flavors, like beta samples of flavors, like actual beta samples. Yeah. And I'm assuming they have hundreds to thousands of these people subscribe to this. Yeah, it's so like a loyalty the... program or something almost, or membership thing. Yeah, but it's just, all they're doing is just buying this and getting this box, and they get to try the new flavors, and then that's how Ray's kind of gauges uh, what they should do next. Yeah. So if they send out beta sample A, B, C, and 59% say B, they'll put that through, and they maybe compare it to some more. So it's a pretty cool little program, and you can see comments, traffic, uh, traffic from emails, you can see just, just how intense it's, it is. It's a pretty cool little thing to see that they've built um, such a strong kind of loyalty group. There you go. New unreleased flavors. 30% off product. Yeah. So it's not like it's a... Like you're getting, I guess, $40 worth of product every month by the sounds of things you get in it's all the perks that come with it it's pretty cool hmm. yeah i wonder how many drinks you get each month is it... well, i can't imagine it being 12 i think so four. I guess... is that like a sample that would make sense yeah might four be a plus a t-shirt and some other little things yeah then, then you got the ghost on the other side and they obviously have a huge draw from their um collaborations which just yeah. Like I think the collab and the ghost name are so powerful that uh, even if you don't know any of the energy drinks in the contest, you might know the flavor ghost is collaborating with. I know a little bit about ghost. It's got to be good kind of thing. And obviously they've got a massive fan base as well. So it's, uh, it's yeah, two very strong fan driven products in the final. They're, uh, I know you t you're typically a monster guy. And I know you're also running the contest, so if you don't want to give an opinion one way or the other, I understand. Do you have one that you naturally gravitate more towards to, Rays or Ghosts, or is it you're just, you've got your monster and you're fine with that no matter what? Well, I mean, monsters. And look, this is authentic uh, Greek monster. I don't know how much this was. But um, if I had to pick between the two... I mean, I've got to say Rays, to be honest, only because I like the variety of flavors. There are some flavors that I like in Ghost, but it's I've always preferred, or I always rank higher when there's a bigger variety. If you've got mm -hmm. eight flavors and six of them are great, then you have four flavors and two of them are mind-blowing, I'd go mm -hmm. for the one with more simply more better flavors. It's just it. And Rays has pumped out a, uh, a lot over the... Uh, past few years and I think it's um, uh, it's also good to remember that Ghost has only been around for a year and a half yeah so I, I think still need to try the uh, Raise Energy I still have yet to do that
I got some good flavor. My favorite was discontinued. I was pissed about that, but it's kind of a bummer. Just just goes to show just goes to show what I what I know. Oh well. All right. There's a lot of others. But if you haven't voted, what about, vote. what about the the expo? How things are going on that end? Oh yeah. It pretty much I mean it's pretty much sold out. We sell out of it. Like I think we sold out when we opened it. I didn't even mention it on the site. It's pretty cool because it's kind of become what we wanted it to become. Um, just a time where brands can announce a whole lot of shit in one week, and that's really what we what, we, what we're trying to do, and that's really what people are doing this time. Yeah. Um, I think the maximum we have is like forty-eight to fifty brands, give or take. And I mm-hmm. think we're on we're on that. Um, so we're around announcing, I think it's eight a week until the last week. Um, but yeah, they, they pretty much bring whatever they can to like a single page website. So, so it's, we, we've kind of explained it's like a landing page. Um, so when people launch a new product or an email, that's kind of what they get to put on there and they can choose going to giveaways, links to deals, exclusive reveals, announcements. We encourage the releases, reveals and teasers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, a lot of people, in fact, we offer discounts for brands to take part if they announce something. So, um, I believe muscle Tech said they have something, um, I believe pharma freak might, I don't know if he mentioned it or not. I have absolutely no idea what any of them are doing. They've had a couple. Farmer Freaks was have. quiet last year, and now they're they've been on a steady release of stuff in recent times. Oh, I think yeah, because they think they've been reformulating. Plus, yeah. you know, the, the full range got a completely new look, so that's yeah. why. I will admit, did you see the free condom? I thought that was fucking cool. I did see that. That's that was pretty that was funny. Lost, man. I thought it was cool as shit. Even if I, I didn't even need to see the formula, like obviously you want the ingredients to count, but I just thought that was cool. Yeah. Uh, someone on, on on Instagram just said, "Do they give us thirty servings? Is it reusable?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure. You can put it. You want to reuse it? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just give it a wash. You can, you can wash it. You better just. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh... I thought that's a pretty cool thing, but they did it similar in their Mental Freak when they put the mood ring in there. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of a nice little twist. So this kind of follows up from that. Do you, I know the brands are thinking, I'll put in these other little additional tokens, you know, widgets with our product, and that should entice the buyer to go for that because it'll help make it stand out. Do you think that actually, do you think the the return on investment that they're doing that actually meets their expectations? Or do you think the average consumer is saying, Hey, that's great, but I'm still buying the product because I want the product. I don't, the, the fact that I get an extra little thing with it isn't really doing much for me. I feel like it's, like a, it's not really a gimmick, but it's like an intention grabber, right? Right. Yeah. Like if you like the formula, you're going to buy it even if it comes with yeah. nothing. But I feel like the, those little freebies are what get people's, Tension. I mean, the name yeah. on on Pharma Freak. If, if people haven't seen it, it's a sex, sexual performance health supplement. It's called Sex Freak. I don't think you needed to put anything in there to make that memorable. That was uh, Sex Freak is pretty. Uh, <laughs> it's a pretty memorable name. Um, and the free condom, I think, is just one of those things that, like, 
I guess it could spare it on in talking like like me when I just literally just said do you see the product with this condom in it someone at the gym could just throw that out bro did you see the pharmacy they put a condom on that shit it could just be as casual as that and I guess it would just help give it attention yeah kind of like when somebody does something gimmicky for a fight I guess but um, true yeah much to your point, I think it, I don't think anyone who looks at the formula and likes it is going to be turned on or off, no pun intended, for the, for the yeah. condom. Yeah. There are the, the, the names of the blends are kind of amusing. I find that very funny. I just like how it was anti stress, absorption, anti A, and then boom, 69 yeah. flex freak. Yeah. <laughs> you got the test freak, you got the anti A freak. Oh, goodness. Good stuff. To be taken daily. There we go. Yeah, I thought that was, thought that was a pretty cool twist. Yeah. It's like, it's not a, uh, how they sexual house up women sometimes just have like 10 servings. Yeah. yeah. I always thought oh, yeah. one of the craziest things when they have those single use things and they say mm-hmm. take it 60 minutes before sexual activity. Before. I think like, you're going out for the night. Oh, yeah. Like, when you're at the bar, you just turn the back, and the, the girl's like, "What? Who's that? Oh, n- nothing, nothing, nothing." <laughs> it's my it's my <laughs> liver protectant. It's my liver supplement. Yeah, like you, you don't want to take it, take it too early. You might, you definitely don't want to leave it in the bottle. Yeah. Hold on, let me, let me just grab my probiotic. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, it's, it's my sleep, it's my sleep pills. You know. <laughs> I always thought that was amusing. Just. And the instructions, the way they would word the before activity or when expecting activity. Yeah. Um, a couple of weeks ago, you had uh, teased this, and now you've got more information yeah, on it, and you've also announced that it's being done by the guys yeah, at Primeval. Um, have you tried those yet? Their... No, we probably were going to soon, I think. Okay. Yeah, I hadn't either, and I mean, I was talking to Anthony and them. Um, when they were getting ready for the launch of this, and I was I was well, curious he about didn't want it. He didn't, he didn't want to attach, so we just wrote about it, right? As Austin found, and then when he put it on Primeval's website, I was like, okay, I feel like maybe it's okay for us to say, <laughs> you know, you can you can oddly buy it from Primeval's website. Yep. Yeah, I gotta say the the look of the can is just brilliant. Yeah, I'm curious to see how that's going to play with everybody. I don't like what I'm trying to figure out who what's their demographic. Um, obviously, you're going to say like 18 to 25 year olds or, you know, 20, 18 to 30 year olds or something like that. But I, who, within that, because that, that's a pretty broad thing. But within that, who are you going for? And yeah, who and finds this way, more appealing guys, than something else? Do you guys know the story of why he used this this name, like Lost and Found and what's behind it or maybe what does it mean or something like that because you know primeval is is a completely different brand comparing it to this right this, this how marketing is well, like, like it yes, was like, it was yeah um but yeah I'm, I'm curious to see like how they obviously it, it's a play on a, a a rhyme or a song or something but i'm I'm curious what uh 
what was the i would love to just pick their brains and figure out what was the the genesis for the idea and the branding and stuff yeah well, no, I feel it's just one of those. Yeah. I mean, it's bang, just called bang. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's pretty out there in itself. Some of the really good ones out there, like Red Bull, I'm sure it stands for something, but none of us know what the fuck it means. Yeah. It's just got those two bulls. Again, I'm sure it's got some meaning. Some oh, they're of, actually, the well. Out. I mean, no, I know there's is. meaning. I'm sure they. Yeah, I'm sure everybody has meaning, but what I'm just saying is, to me and you, or someone who likes an energy drink, yeah. it just needs to be, I guess, it just needs to stick with you. Well, for people that are interested, there's a, a brilliant article written by some guy on the complete history of energy drinks on TigerFitness.com. And it goes oh, into, I've chronicled all of this. Through that, so if anybody wants to go and read the history and where they found a uh, uh, Red Bull Energy and all that comes in, feel free to. Who is this guy? Uh, some some douchebag with big eyes and kind of nerdy. Obviously, he, he he wrote it because come on, even I'm. <laughs> um, but yeah, just, he didn't just have this on hand and blindly click the second link up there. Yeah, there you go. But it's, it's out of date, obviously, because it's four years old now. So many other energy drinks have come on the scene since then because, you know, that this was a uh, now. I feel like it just needs to be Bang. cohesive. It just needs to be like a fitting feel. And it's pretty good. It's, I don't see anything that seems out of place. It seems like it has a good color theme, good flavors, formulas about what you'd expect or what you'd want. All comes yeah. down to the taste. I guess if, if the taste is good and it and it all works together, then yeah, could just be like, as well received as anything else. Fifty milligrams of caffeine—that's not bad. Nope, one hundred fifty. Ten calories, four carbs, but I'm sure that's probably erythritol or something. That's yeah, there. probably. Uh, I think it just comes down to how good it tastes. Yeah, I'm curious. Like, obviously, they've got orange. They have the Glacier Blast, which is probably a riff on the White Monster flavor, I would imagine. Cherry Lemonade. That'll be interesting to try. I'd be curious for that. And then Blue Rushes, I'm assuming. Like a Blue Raspberry. I mean, like, Primeval does a lot of um, their Smashberry flavor, which is Blue, like, Blueberry, Blue Raspberry Lemonade. Um, So I'm wondering if the Blue Rush is going to be more like that or more like a Blue Raz. Uh, I would think so. You guys yeah. love your uh, traditional blue raspberry, fruit punch, I, cherry. I hate blue raspberry. That is the one flavor of, of anything I despise. Popsicle suckers, yeah. energy drinks, pre-workouts. I guarantee you, as soon as as soon as they stop making them, people are like, man, you should bring back blue raspberry. I cannot stand that flavor. I I honestly can't. It's terrible. At least to me, it's just too sickly sweet. Um. Alex, by the way, in the process of listening to your last podcast, Shane, with you and Brad from Ninja. Yeah, give me five. Give me five listens. Logan, so what oh, is sex with condom size? It would be weird getting a condom that doesn't fit. It would be. 
could be a little awkward. Well, that was hazardous. Well, I know the animal. When I remember when animal put uh, free T-shirts in their stuff, I had to ask them size. Yeah, I think originally it was a large, and one of them was a medium. But I think they said that they changed the size for where the exclusive was sold. So one of the exclusives in vitamin shop, they kind of gauged what the average vitamin shop user might be mm-hmm. and put that size in there. And I thought that was interesting. So maybe Pharma yeah. Free gauged average, average size male. of penises in, uh, I don't know. Canada. I'm not looking I, that I up. I'm not looking. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> we're not looking that up. Use Google for that. Yeah, yeah, we're not. We're I'll not going to go into that. Average penis size in Canada. Yeah, that's true. What is the average average size of a male penis? Organ. Are you looking that up? Yeah, we know what it is, guys. Fifteen centimeters. Average height of a man with a fifteen centimeter penis is one point eight seven eight meters. Fifteen centimeters. Canada's rank is thirteenth in the world, right behind Angola and Egypt. Good on you guys. Five point nine inches. So I guess if we're going off the idea that they have the average person in Canada, and Canada is thirteenth in the world, not bad. Yeah, but how many countries are there in the world? Three hundred. Well, I thought it was like two hundred and twenty or two hundred something. I mean, either way, 13th is pretty damn good. But yeah, you're, you're in the top 10%. Hey, maybe uh, Farmer Free is going to do like a, a special edition for Europe, special edition for like South Arabia, and so on. 195 countries in the world. No one's going to call up Farmer Free. Hey, guys, it's too big. It's, can, I, can I swap it? Interesting. Yeah. Someone else asked me this uh, on a, in a private message. And I was like, to be honest, I have no idea. No idea. It's amazing how that's a, that, that would immediately pop into somebody's head. I just, the stuff that goes through people's minds. Well, they're interested in buying it, though. Yeah. Maybe, you know what? I will buy this. I do like, I do need a condom and a sexual health supplement. Well, actually, if you're a guy, you should probably hope, like, if, if you're in the position where you're using these methods of protection, it could actually make you look good in front of the lady and say, oops, sorry, honey, it's too small. I mean, I'm just too big. If you're going to break the, see, it makes you look but like the stud. Could go the opposite. It could go, the other, could go the other way around, and it's just like, you know, look like some baggy jeans. <laughs> good God. Okay. Um, hmm. scrolling through the news feed to see any hints on what the limited time flavor of Hypermax is. I haven't. Aaron has not told me anything, so I don't know. Dude, he was. He was. He didn't tell me shit. Yeah. He's got launched at the expo, but it launches in three weeks. The expo is in four, so I told him, "Son of a bitch, jump the gun." I know sometimes yeah. he uh, listens live when we're doing this. So Aaron, you can you can shoot he me a text message. Listens. He's listening. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, shoot me a message, Aaron. Hey, I, I host the host of the supplement industry's leading news site, so we can break it here first, and then Shane can scoop us with his website. He's not going to you the answer anyway. Huh? He's, a, he's not going to send you the answer. He might send you hello. I think Aaron's gonna gonna wait till till the expo and then he's gonna Probably reveal. So. No, he's not waiting for the expo. He's revealing this before then. He's releasing it in three weeks. 
Oh, okay. He might have something. He might. I think he said he might have something else, but I don't know. But it's going to be a limited edition. It's going to be a limited edition flavor, right? It's not going to be a permanent right, flavor. Yeah, yeah. Correct. Limited. Mm. And then since Alex brought up Ninja, I thought this was cool. Yeah, man. High stimulant pre-workout is up next from Ninja. I mean, if anybody's tried the regular Ninja up, that's not a low stim pre-workout by any means. Yeah, I thought so. that was the thing as well. But it's because when I asked him about it, because he said we're doing a high stim pre-workout, it's not really a high stim pre-workout the way he explained it to me. Yeah. It sounds more like a premium pre-workout. Fuck you pre-workout. Yeah, just up with a shit ton of caffeine. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's got higher stims, but he said it's not a energy driven there's other things in it for pumps and performance and stuff so i'm taking a shot in the dark and thinking this is going to be sort of a pre-gym mix to pre-gym kind of thing the ninja up to yeah. ninja whatever the fuck it is and 600 milligrams of caffeine was was and he was saying i think he, he said there are other stims in there too so wait because so, there's yohimbine and caffeine in regular ninja is ISO prop in Ninja Up? Uh, so I'm pulling up right now. I wonder if you see that it is. Uh, let's see. Okay. Did. Um, I don't remember. All right. We got caffeine, uh, Infinergy, Hordenine, Isopropyl Norsenephrine, and, yeah, and methyltyramine uh, as well. Not I don't know if Maybe not. It's got to be so. This thing makes me sweat my ass off. Um, so you got three seventy-five caffeine, fifty hordenine, thirty isopropyl norsenephrine, thirty and methyltyramine. Alpha is in there. Oh yeah, we're walking at two and a half. So yeah, this already is a uh, an upper biased high stem, and obviously I understand high stem is relative to the individuals, but in the context of the average consumer, this is high stem for them. So I'm curious to see what, what, what an even more potent pre-workout from them would entail. That's what me and Bray were talking about was uh, he's not just slapping 600. He said he understands that uh, his fans are going from Ninja Up to this. So he, he doesn't want it to be someone taking three 300 or whatever is in this one and then jumping straight to that. He wants it to have some sort of thought behind it. Yeah, so I think he's got a blend of caffeine in that, not just. Um, he's got several other things, but I, I think there's some strategy he's doing with the stims to, I guess, not make it feel like a big slap of 600 milligrams of caffeine. I don't know, mm -hmm. but uh, should be cool to see. Yeah, I mean, he I like this workout expert. when I took it. I was just sweating my ass off when I took it for four or five hours afterwards. I didn't sweat um, much when I had this. Yeah, I took it. And that same thing with that. Um, what was the other one that it, uh, Hypermax 3D. Same thing, man. I, I sweat so much on that one. The original Hypermax, or the most recent, the previous iteration of Hypermax, I didn't sweat that much. This one, man, it's, it seems like all day I'm, I'm, you know, really hot. So, yeah. Yeah, he's launching that expo. Okay, so four weeks till the expo. Yeah, July 11th. 
Hey Shane, so how many holes you will have there? Four? We have the usual four. I don't like going more than 50 brains because like I, I think I mentioned this before. If you're spending two minutes on each page or maybe even a minute, it's 50 minutes on your phone. That's a lot. So I keep it at 50. Just assuming that people will maybe go like uh, twice or three times. Check out each hole each time. I don't know. But we, we break it down into holes just because just that's the way it's all laid out. Mm-hmm. I believe okay. Muscle Takes, they had some, some interesting stuff. They always uh, unveil and tease a lot of stuff, so it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Logan. So, with the news that Caffeine Mallet is not bonded, is something like Infinergy just pretty much a scam? Uh, you're going out of way for quote unquote premium caffeine and malic acid. Based on what we were talking about with uh, Bruce, yeah, I, yeah, I'm inclined to believe so. Um, <laughs> he's uh, sent me some other information um, on the side, and we will be gearing up for another podcast with him uh, very soon. Uh, he's sent me some other information. Uh, I have not looked through it extensively yet because I've been in New Orleans. Uh, visiting family and whatnot. But uh, yeah, and caffeine citrate is definitely a prescription. Um, here's some information that uh, Bruce sent me. Let me see if I can pull it up. Caffeine citrate. There you go. 60 milligrams per three milliliters. 20 milligrams caffeine yeah. citrate. Yeah, definitely should not be in supplements. Caffeine citrate injection uh, is indicated. Supplement brands are going to be supplement brands. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's a couple of other things, but uh, yeah, Bruce and I are, are going back and forth. We're trying to figure out a way to either bring him on with a couple of other people to talk about some of these ingredients that are really more scammy than actually being beneficial or helpful or not living up to the hype that they try to uh, build themselves upon. Uh, so, yeah. But I, that has definitely influenced my way, uh, I think, going forward when I look at doing stim blends for pre-workouts or nootropics or something. Because I, I, until he had told me that, I never really – I thought there actually was something just because you get into the industry and this is kind of what you're told. But, I mean, I've done some hunting. I can't find any actual scientific literature on that caffeine malate. There's, there's nothing there, at least from what I can find. If, if anybody has anything, please send it my way. Uh, but, Yeah. It's uh, it's interesting. Hey man, on the end, it just shows you live, you learn, right? Exactly. That's what I love about the industry, though. It's, it, you learn stuff, and there's always something new. There's always just something that's kind of, kind of fun. I mean, I might find that malate might ease digestion on the stomach, to where you don't get as much discomfort, because malic acid might be a little bit easier on the stomach. But uh, yeah. I can't find any any sources or ingredients to support this. I guess you need to be like more open minded about everything, you know, yeah. and just like take everything into consideration. Because you know, before your podcast with with Bruce, I was also like believing in the fact that decafenamide can you know can be this ingredients that is you know 
used as a extra addition to a caffeine and hydrous and so on, you know, so, but uh, yeah, Uncle Bruce opened my eyes, so. Yeah, man, thank you to him. I'm trying to pull up Creative Compounds website to see if they actually list any research because that's the company that uh, markets it or supplies it. I'm curious. Do you see any alternative for the for the, the caffeine malate, or do you think it's it's still gonna be used by by other brands? And as far as this fact, how this influences you and the formulations that you will do in the future? Are you planning to like to stay away from uh, the caffeine malate? Yeah, I mean, there's. You're because if it's true, as so I just pulled up Creative Compounds website right here, it says, uh, since the final dismissal of ephedra, something has been missing in energy and pre workout formulas. In this highly competitive market, the search is always on for a new ingredient that will increase energy levels, maximize mental focus, and accelerate thermogenesis. With this in mind, Creative Compounds developed and introduced Infinergy dicaffeine malate, the latest addition to our malate series. Infinergy represents a precise combination of caffeine and malic acid into an ionic bonded compound. By combining the well-established properties of caffeine and malic acid, Infinergy offers a multi-dimensional ingredient that not only optimizes energy levels, but also stimulates thermogenesis while promoting mental focus. So they said they have a precise combination of that, and then it's put into an ionic bonded compound. That doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. And there's no research on caffeine and malic acid. You know what, I'm just like thinking loud now, but, you know, as far as this fact that, you know, dicaffeine malate is like, a, let's just call it bullshit, maybe brands will, you know, then like move to towards to uh, like co incorporating like caffeine and hydrous with, with like, with stuff such as like theanine or go to cola, or we shall see like, you know, more stuff that you know they they will try to combine like a higher dosages of caffeine and hydrous with like other nootropics to like just like smooth the effect of the of the of the caffeine you know and it's you know uh ingestion to the system yeah i mean i'm probably not going to use it going forward and unless the beadlets, you know the brands that use the beadlets yeah 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 i was i was yeah yeah, I, think, I mean the the way I'm thinking about the it is the capsule in the capsule as well. Yeah, the DR yeah. capsule. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's certain things you can do. I just I going for I'm gonna like you said, Lucas. That's probably what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna use caffeine. I'm gonna use a couple of new tropics and probably teacrine because I like teacrine a lot and I think that works well just to give you that long lasting mm -hmm. energy experience. But going for unless the brand. You know, something like uh, Apollo, and they've got that R600 capsule where they have the three different kinds of caffeine, and some of the other brands use that because they say it's our triple caffeine use. So if, if the brand kind of wants to play on the hype that you've got three different forms of caffeine, sure. If they want to put that in there, that that's fine. Yeah. I, you know, I just I, – I don't buy into it's this super long-lasting form of caffeine anymore. Yeah, but don't you think it's soon going to be exactly the same as the, as the products that, like, you know, has these like creatine complexes that, for example, like 
five percent of creation like creatine like 10 different forms of creatine yeah or like you know like other brands that are like you know producing all this like you know that has, that has like magnesium creatine you know bonded and, and mm. so on like HCL, hcl creatine and so on while we all know that like good old monohydrate is the basically the the gold standard of it of them all so you know why to yeah. complicate things and you know that's that's my whole standpoint you know because you know yeah. we all know like many people are like also like stating on the internet that like they don't buy stocks of like creatine and they're like just like almost like a you know dinosaur and you know and i think that's the industry once they will like see and you know the bruce will will push push the information about that you know many people will decide to just like go with completely different route as as you said you know so i hope so i mean part of it is just getting past the the marketing nonsense of it because a lot of brands have already built into that or even maybe the brand owners themselves were deceived by the company until you know until creative compounds or somebody can come up and show me some research showing that the malate is actually extending it but even that doesn't make sense then, like, because w- we know like citrulline malate, even if it's bonded, the second it goes in a water, it dissociates and it breaks apart. So why yep. wouldn't that happen with, you know, dicaffeine malate to a certain extent? So that endpoint, if I'm taking a pre-workout that has citrulline malate in there with caffeine, I should be getting some of those tangential effects of the, the GI buffering capacity of the malic acid from the citrulline malate component. And if I'm not, you know, it's, I, I don't think that few extra milligrams of malic acid that's coming in your pre-workout is going to really have that much of an effect. Yeah. I don't know. I need to talk. I'm curious. I want to pick Joey's brain about it too. Cause he understands some of the stuff in a gorilla chemist. I'd like to get their opinions on it and see, um, is there oh, any yeah. mechanism by which these could possibly, or, uh, your boy, Dr. Dean, um, any of them, I'd like to yeah, pick their brains about it too. You using any manufacturing facilities before Robert? Have I used any personally, or have I just I've just recommended like brands seen, to different manufacturers? Have you like ever seen any, any of them? Yeah, yeah, I've seen a couple. So, you like, can you see any of them? What do you mean? Can I see any of them? Yeah, can you say any of the brands that you've seen, or like the the manufacturing facilities that you've seen? Yeah, yeah, I've seen uh, Zero Day, so Glaxons. I've seen their manufacturing facilities. I've seen uh, the brand that you've been showcasing recently, Core Culture. They're right down the road for me in Texas, too. Um, Do they have a facility? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Veridicore is the, the name of the, the manufacturing facility. Oh. Oh, um, have you heard of a Metcon system before? I don't think so, no. I've heard of this in passing twice. But every time someone said it to me, they said, oh, we we're going to upgrade to a Metcon system. I'm like, Whatever the fuck. I don't know what that means. Yeah. And then I saw one. If you Google it, you'll see what I mean. Um, so, because uh, we visited, I visited my protein a week ago. Mm-hmm. And they have Metcon system. So, I've seen a lot of manufacturing facilities. How do you spell that? Holy. Uh, just like Metcon, but with an A. So, M-A-T-C-O-N. That, and they just uh, like system, I guess. I assume that's the keyword. Probably come up with it. Metcon. Lean manufacturing, manufacturing factory. Okay, here we yeah. go. It's like a, it's yeah. it, it's a, it, it's a, it, it's a type of system. So it's not like because I think when people said it to me, I thought it was 
like just the way you did things. Right. See if you can bring up Google. See if you can bring up like a Google. Saying it. Oh shit! Sorry. Yeah, which one is it? Okay. It's got this giant uh, hopper at the top. Go down. Zoom out. Uh, there you go. So this see one? this that little one there? Yeah, yeah. See that? Click that one. So the one I saw. So I'd seen those big vats, like you said. They're like the yeah. V things, and they spin around, and then you uh-huh. put them in the the blend in a bag, and then you put that bag or tip it in like a hopper of something, and then it goes through the line, right? right? So this shit. See that little thing that says Matcon on it? Yeah. Okay, so that's, I guess, what you would describe as a barrel. Mm-hmm. That gets attached to this little blend machine, blends yeah. it up. They then just pull that fucking vat off, stick it on top of the blender, and then just it just pours shit out. And so the my protein one, they had oh, 250 shit. of these. Whoa. And they had eight blenders going fucking ridiculous nonstop. And once they finished blending, they just pull the trolley up, pull it off, stick it on top, uh, or stick it on the shelf, or put it on top of the uh, the manufacturing line. And yeah. it was just fucking nonsense. And they had, I think you told me there were 250 of these barrels. And you had 100, I can't remember how many CD you had on standby, but they would pre-blend, basically. And then just put them on the racks. until, And then they would be put through the production line within, like, a day or two, I think. I think it's a day. I just had never seen... I'd heard about the system, but I think it, it's intended to be scaled. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's intended to be like how they've used it, like, not just one blend, one line. They had yeah. 250 of these barrels just constantly blending, constantly being uh, put on top. If you go back, you can see um, the image directly beside it. Hey Shane, you just so take it off the blender, stick it on that, and that would just and it would just shoot through the conveyor belt. It was Whoa, crazy so... how fast they were just, just swapping those top things around. That's pretty and, awesome. Uh, I, 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 just seeing it, like how smooth compared to the typical like V blend, we put it in a bag and then yeah, like this was just insane. I, I'd never seen. Yeah, that's really cool. What if there's an animation we can see it in uh, action or something? I think it's. You think it's. it's, it's, it's YouTube, yeah. It must be a very customizable thing. Like you must be able to in, interpret it the way you like. Because I, I assume that not everyone would blend and store like these guys were. Oh, yeah, here you go. Oh, this oh is snap. Exactly it. This is exactly how it looks oh, like? No, except they had eight of those eight of those spinny things. Yeah. And they had um but see how he's hey, pouring the ingredients hey, in. So you you're telling me that they have like twenty five of these? Uh, so see where he's putting the ingredients in the little thing where that hoist was on the left? Yeah. Yeah. So that was actually on top of the blender. So they did it would pour it in and then just get it in this thing would spin it straight away then he would pull it out and he'd rack it like that he's about to do now they had eight of those little blenders spinning i think they have all of them at one time um 
and he had they had 250 of these barrels in the facility. And then, then they would just run the production line like he's, I guess he's in, in, uh, intending to do. Yeah, just like that. But obviously the blender blends faster than the production line is able to package the powder. So they would be blending while more than one, while one is being um, produced. And so they would store the blends like pre-blended on the racks. And then once one finishes in the manufacturing line, they'd bring another one over. And they That's just have them cool. constantly rotating. I had never seen, but are they? They see they sped the thing up. So the blender, they they mix it on the left and they put it on the blender. These guys had it set up where the ingredients would go straight down, and then the blender would spin it straight away. But they, they it was ridiculous because it looked like the entire facility was built to house this incredibly like crazy efficient process. I had heard of this, but I just didn't know what it was. And then when I went there and I saw the name on the tubs, I was like, holy shit, is this? And he said, yeah, this is it's basically scalable. So you could add another blender, add another production line, add more barrels, obviously, and just you'd, you'd be able to speed it up each time. Yeah. I guess it's just infinitely. I had just never seen. Remember how many lines they had? You know, they said they have pictures on their site. I think they had 12 or 16 production lines. I think maybe so somewhere around there. I don't think all of them are operating at that time. Yeah. But he said they do like 100 runs minimum a day. That's so crazy. It, was, it, was, it, 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 it blew my fucking mind. I had seen production facilities before. Yeah. Like where you, like I said, the big vet. And it was yeah. always just, oh, we take it over here, take it over there. This was just like a, one of those things you just gotta see, yeah. just to know that it's yeah. like holy shit, these motherfuckers make protein powder. God damn! I think it's on a completely different level, and you know, as far as like the the scale of their operation is just like oh, completely smashed. Especially, you think you know, you know, massive, and then you see this. Yeah. Especially the fact is that like my protein. This is just like, uh, like people in US think it's like, uh, you know, suck, it's a small brand, but you know, here in Europe, we all know that it's, it's like, uh, it's, it's giant, you know, basically. That's one facility that he said they have one like that in Poland and that services yeah. Europe. And then they said they have one in America, which isn't as big. Um, but shit, man. I just, like I said, I, like I said, I don't ever seen it very, not archaic, but just, broken down where you blend one room yep manufacture in the other i just never seen it pour the ingredients in the tub blend it in that same tub put that tub on top yep. of the manufacturing line and if you can do more blend between that just put them on the shelf and just seeing 250 of those barrels fuck it's just like one of the biggest i think it exists i'm assuming yeah no, that's it definitely a cool wild. system I like cool that. Stuff. I think like I think it's one of those things where it's just expensive. Like oh yeah, because you because you can't you don't want to invest in just the minimum because it's not going to be that efficient. You need to invest in, I guess, when you're at a certain level. So, bro, when you are scaling that fast, you need like super efficient, like you know, 
uh, type of like a production and so on. You know, you need to be super efficient, especially with the demand. Yeah, I, I think they built the, the the room, the facility that was in. I think they they built that to house all of this. Whereas most manufacturers you see are always like they grow fast as well, and so they kind of mm -hmm. put things where they can, or they have to fit within their space. Um, whereas these guys look like they designed this entire room to fit exactly what's in there, and it was just huge. Yeah, just I assume there are others that do this, but I just have never seen that kind of like that video just by times ten. Yeah, it was wild. Very cool. I don't Very. think fans. I don't know if the general consumer would care much for that. I feel like it's a woman geek. Yeah, for the nerdy side yeah, of them, like yeah, us. Like, I mean, we like that stuff, bro. Logan, talking about scammy. Nootropics Depot owner said in forums, which forums are these, Logan, that Derek from More Plates, More Dates, Turkestrone and Testosterone Booster Sigma are both bunk. Totally different from what the labels state that they are in and said there is he's going to post the test results soon. I, I mean, I think Turkestrone in and of itself is pretty scammy to begin with. Uh, I think it's massively overpriced and not, not worth it. But that, that's my opinion. I know we've, we've got differing opinions on, on the panel. And the test booster, uh -huh. I mean, I, Derek seems like a pretty smart guy from the, the few videos I've seen him do that, uh, you know, Lucas has sent us or some other people have sent me. Um, but by and large, I just, I don't know where he's getting his stuff manufactured from. I'm pretty skeptical of all of these influencer brands to begin with. So I'm, smi I'm smiling because I had this conversation with Shane, like, I believe one, one week ago or something. Mm -hmm. And we we're talking about like Turk and that's uh, Actisterone and so on. Yeah, and we're like uh, talking about the the manufacturing and you know some stuff in involving this pack. I'm not gonna like you know say everything that we we talked uh, privately, but, but yeah, I uh, I'm not gonna like leave my left testicle on the table and just like said it. Okay, go for it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know Derek, and you know, and as far as like his manufacturers and so on, so. I can't say if, if he is legit or not. I don't know the guy at all. I never like spoke with him. So, you know, I can't like say that I trust him 100%. Like, you know, many people like said that they use his stuff and uh, they claim it's, it's fine. But uh, I know one thing for a fact. Turk, it's, uh, it's not a cheap ingredient. So if someone offers this kind of uh, ingredient, including like actisterone as well, it means it's not legit. It may come, and I also told told this to Shane that you know, uh, plenty of brands nowadays are using Turk and Acti that comes from China, and it's not like ten percent standardization; it's three percent standardization or even lower, and this allows them to like drop the prices. So that's a big bump. So if you're like planning to, uh, you know, buy a Turk, buy it from a legit source. But <laughs> many brands are claiming that they got the, the certificates of analysis and so on. So I would just be, be mindful about that, you know, and just like keep an eye on, on this stuff. Because, and, you know, that, that's the topic that pisses me off a lot. Because in 
you know, that's why I think that you, Robert, are like, are not looking forward to Turk and you're not like uh, keen about it or like intrigued or anything like that. And I think that in near future, many people will say that this ingredient is bullshit and it's not working. But in my personal opinion, and I tried many of Turks, mm -hmm. I can honestly say it's a great ingredient, but you need to have a legit source. Otherwise, it's yeah. a crap. And that's how, it, that's how things are looking with all the ingredients out there, you know? If you don't have a legit source, you can say a lot of stuff is, is bullshit. Great. From Tongatali uh, to like to uh, Fadugia and, and other stuff, yeah. you know. So, and that's 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 the thing, you know. That that soon will be. I and I think that like soon industry because we see that it's a huge boom in our industry, and now like probably every brand has a Turk-based product. But uh, you know, we all know that many of them are not using the legit one. So, just. Please be careful and guys, you know, don't look at the opinions on other people because some are like uh, pure scammers out there. So, yeah. There you go. And Shane, you've had mostly positive results when using Turk, haven't you? I did the review back in, well, I didn't, I didn't post the review. I was trialing it. I did it for two months in Jan, uh, January, December, January, no, January, January, February. And then I've been doing it for two months. Yeah, the past two months. No, no, a little before that. But the idea was, because I was very unsure as well, because I I know Lucas said great things. Um, but obviously, it all comes down to you. And for me, I put Turk into the basket of like, uh, it's just the types of brands that use it. It's not obviously, like I don't see Muscle Tech doing a Turk. I don't see BSN doing a Turk. Or I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I'm just saying that it's a... Uh, like it, it always makes me a little bit curious when, or like, has a different opinion when you see that only a certain size of brand is using it. Right. Um, and I know that Gorilla Mine is pretty big. Uh, there are a couple of brands that are pretty big now that are using it. Uh, Cause doing it. I think they're doing it in America Labs. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, who's the other one? Man Sports did it. Yeah. Um, but it's always tricky. It's kind of like, I think, back when DMHA come out, again, not saying that Turk is DMHA or even on the same kind of area, but back when DMHA came out, it was pretty obvious that, like, they weren't all the same kind of thing. You'd yeah. try DMHA for one brand and DMHA from another, and it, you would be confused as to whether or not it was you that did something wrong or mm -hmm. something was different. And so... For me, I've always just been taking that mindset when it comes to ingredients like this. Like if yeah. Joe Blow down the road starts using this and then other small brand and medium brands use it and I start hearing results that are like up and on and I use it myself and they're a bit hit and miss, then I'm kind of like, okay, so maybe, I don't know. It's just one of those things that you might want to try and find in a brand that you like and if it right. works from this brand, just stick with it. And I suppose yeah. that goes with any supplement, really. Um, but I used uh, the Gorilla Mind one. And see, if I remember correctly, I said that I felt like it made me a little larger, not larger, I think heavier, but leaner. So I felt like it filled me, it filled me out a bit. Mm -hmm. And I think my strength didn't change. My, uh, I think it was, it was more of an appearance thing. 
Um, so I, I, it was hard to sort of gauge. But the goal was to try for the two months, go two months off, and then try two months again, same dose, and see what yeah. happened. And I don't, I haven't seen similar effect to what I got in January, February, just flat out, not even remotely the same. Which leads me to believe that either it wasn't the Turk in the beginning that was even having that effect on me. Maybe there's something else that I had in there. Maybe I changed my diet. Maybe I did something different. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't really, like you don't really have answers unless you had blood work, flat out test this, test that, yeah. whatever. So all I do in that case is just be like, okay, so much like I said, like the ingredient could be hit or miss. It might not have worked either times for me. I was saying it doesn't work. Yeah. Um, but again, like I was saying with the DMHA, just because it didn't work on this occasion, I'd be willing to try from another brand because I have heard uh, positive results from other people. Yeah. Um, Lucas notably praises it, and usually the shit that he likes, I like too. Or at mm-hmm. least you know, I'll tell, I'll take, I'll jump into the deep end and give it a try. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I would be definitely open to try another brand. And just to compare the results, because it may just be me. It may just not be one of those ingredients that works for me. But um, for me, like I said, I had it in January, February. Those were the two results, that kind of full and hard lead thing. That was, those are the things that I kind of noticed. But I don't get those now. So I'm not sure. And I had a nice two-month break. And I bought the same brand, and I had the same dose. Mm-hmm. So either it was something else that I, it could have been something else I did, or again, supplement might not have had much of an effect on me specifically. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, we want to try another one. I think I'm actually trying Naughty Boys uh, uh, next, no, two months. Um, so yeah, we'll see. I'm, it's just things like this that, yeah, like I'm sort of, yeah, not going to post a review on because, again, if I had leapt on what I saw in January, February, I might have been saying that it was that and it might not have been so. Right. It's I'm I'm not on the fence on it. I'm just you know, still hunting to see if I can find a beautiful one. Gotcha. Maybe Naughty Boys is it. Maybe. Brooke. Red congrats y'all. One hundred. Thank you, Brooke. We appreciate it. Thank you for hanging with us for all one hundred episodes too. Uh you and Devin, I think, have pretty much been around since the beginning. Thank you, Brooke, for your support. Truly appreciate yes. that. We need Treetar too. We haven't seen Treetar. He wasn't here last week. Yeah. Fuck, dude. I know. Maybe he's just waiting Did to come around until the very end. Are you in Cyprus or not? Sorry? Say it again, Lucas. I said that you met him in Cyprus or not. <laughs> yeah, they had a meet up. Uh, how is the gym we'll scene in Cyprus? Thing. Yeah, I wanted to ask about it. Not, not good. So, like in the UK, I don't know if they, I think I think I might have complained about this. Before, so, so in the UK, it's a very different. Uh, the gym I go to, I think, is very uh, mainstream. Mm-hmm. Well, not very mainstream. It is mainstream, and I've seen a lot of memes ever since going there about the etiquette there. Yeah. I've seen some shit. Remember East last week how I said I saw the dude mixing the pre-workout on the bench? Yeah. I saw a dude the other day. He was doing shoulder flies. He rested the dumbbells on top of another pair of dumbbells on the rack while the entire fucking rack was empty. It was empty. 
like five rows, five, 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 five pairs. And he put his dumbbells on top of the, I think it was like 30 kilos, was that seven, 60, late 65, 70 pounds. Mm-hmm. And I went up and I'm like looking around and he was on his phone. I didn't know they were his. And I'm like, I was like, okay, some lazy son of a bitch is resting his dumbbells there, right? That yeah. was the last thing I thought. Was like, he, he just rested. He's just, he just left them there. He didn't right. want to put them back, even though there was empty rack, both heights. And so I shifted them over and shook my head. And then he stands up and he taps me on the shoulder. He says, hey, dude, I was using those. And I'm like, if you were using those, I wouldn't rest them on dumbbells. <laughs> and I said, I don't want to be mean, but why would, like, why would you put them there? It makes no sense. Fuck. I was like, put them on the ground, put them on the empty space. Why put them on top of another pair? It makes no sense. Right. But anyway, uh, so in 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 in, in Cyprus, gym I went to today, it was a lot of that, like a lot of poor etiquette. Yeah. Like I was doing deadlifts, and there was a dude whose leg backed onto my my stack of four plates on yeah. the bar. That's how close he was standing. Damn. He's all he up in your while I did deadlift. And then some dude that was there, some, some big son of a bitch was doing, uh, he warmed up on 110 pounds for incline dumbbell press. I saw mm-hmm. him, I was like, that's a, that's a sweet warm-up. This, this little kid, maybe he had like his knees and he had maybe room for one dumbbell, then he had the rack. Some little kid goes in between his knees and the rack and starts doing dumbbell flies while he was doing the set. Good grief. I look at him and I'm like, I'm like, dude, he's gonna kill you. And he, yeah. he had to drop him, he had to fold him out. And and he, he looked at me and shook his head and I smiled. I was like, God damn, dude. I would have thrown him. I would have thrown him that little kid. And there was no room. There was there was there was plenty of room. He could there was no one else out around. It was like he specifically stood there. I don't know, for whatever reason. But it's the etiquette, like they they stand real close, they don't really Leave this shit lying around. Yeah. I thought it might have just been the gym I went to, but kind of get a bit of it here. It was a really nice gym, like really fancy shit. Like mm-hmm. they definitely paid. It reminded me the equipment was a lot of, like the Panada stuff. Um, yeah. Very form designed. Like yeah. um, they had flies, but it wasn't the typical handles. They had like a rotating wrists, and you could kind of change the angle. Um, they had a machine pullover, but not the old school chain driven. Gates one, mm-hmm. it was a uh, like a new age one. Um, all really fancy shit, but just just guys that just just uh, made it. They difficult. got yeah. Do they got more machines than uh, freeways or? Oh, all all machines. The only the only wreck that I had to do deadlift was in the corner, and it was like I, I didn't even want to bang the, the the bar. I was worried that they were going to tell me off. Mm-hmm. He made me. We well, didn't make me. He. I had to buy a towel. I had a rag, but I had to buy a towel. And then he later told me that I was using it wrong because every time you sit down on a machine or lie down, you needed to put it under you. I'd never heard. I'd never seen this. Weird. I. 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 I had. I had seen. Obviously, I'd seen it done before. Like if I'm yeah. a little bit sweaty and I'm switching between people, I'll use it. But mm-hmm. I hadn't been to a gym where they. You have to do this, and he was just because I because he said he's using the towel. I said, "Yeah, I wipe it down afterwards." <laughs> and he's like, "No, no, 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 down, then exercise." And Bro, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, sorry. 
never, this, is, never this, ever... this is not a gym. This is like a fitness club. And this is this is what pisses me off, you know, about nowadays, you know, like 90% of, of the gyms are just like the fitness clubs. You go there, there's like a bunch of like treadmills and like huge amounts of machines, no free weights, everything needs to be sterile, everything needs to be sterile. And it's like, you know, people are like, like fucking robots, you know, and I... I just miss the days when you go to the dungeon, you know, and I remember uh, it was like probably one of the first like body powers and we went to uh, Dorian's gym. It was just like, uh, you know, pure dungeon, basically. Yeah. You were going, you were going downstairs, you know, deep to, <laughs> deep yeah. to, to like some kind of like, you know, a hidden spot. And there was like dust was everywhere. The dumbbells were like all over the place. But you just like could smell the metal and the music. You know, you you, you had like uh, goosebumps when you were like entering the this fucking place, and it was just like awesome. You were like just like feeling like a like a god after the training, you no know, mm -hmm. session. Nowadays it's just like, oh, you need to like you know uh, wash this one with with the uh, with the towel and so on yeah i can understand that you need to you need to be clean and, and so on but this is just like too much i think you know yeah i mean there's a difference between having to go down and wipe and you, know, you don't want to go lay down in somebody's puddle of sweat and like the leg press machine or a bench or something but at the same time yeah. it's like do i need like like do you need to be as extreme as shane's example just there yeah i just got like, the other thing was etiquette feel like the etiquette is like fucking shit up, because there was a at the gym I've been going to back in the UK. There's um I thought it was the people, but I start to feel like it's more of the trainers or like the instructors. I get the sense that they have signed up so they return weights, but no one returns weights. No. And I'm like back in my gyms, if you didn't return weights, they would kick you out. Like if they catch you, mm -hmm. they would give you a warning, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Put your shit away. Um, and the the gym I was at. Um, I was doing hack squat, uh, and I had three plates, and I had a ten, which is like a twenty-five pound for, for for the for the freedom units. Yeah. And I and I put them under my bench, under my hack squat, because in the UK, well, my gym, if you leave some shit lying around, they're gonna they're gonna snatch it up if you go take a piss or if you walk away. So yeah, I put them under the hack squat, and the trainer beside me, and so I'm looking over, and I don't, I think he was on the Smith machine, and. Uh, uh, yeah, I, 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 I stood up to unrack the, the hack squat and he comes and he grabs my 10 under my rack from under the seat while I was stood up and I just shook my head. I was like, motherfucker, because that was what I was going to put on for the next mm. set. And then he walks around in front of me and I'm mm. going, there's no way he's going to grab the other one. The other one was way, way under. And so I yeah. went down and as I went down, he tried to dip in while I was on my way down. He dips back out Damn, and I'm like... What? And then as I came up, he dipped back under and grabbed it. And I was like, dude, what in the fucking shit? But this, this, was a, this was the crazy thing. This was a trainer there. Even if, like, you're a person, it's like a general uh, visitor. I understand. Yeah. Like, you can do some dumb shit, right? But a, a trainer has been in the gym for a while, should know what's going to, not even yeah. etiquette. He could have got fucking hurt. 
right? Just wait yeah. till the end of the set. Right. So the only reason I think you didn't want to wait because you thought that I, you, I was going to say I'm going to use it, which is nothing wrong yeah. with that. Go find right. another one. But that's where I sort of thought maybe it's just them. Maybe they're just not telling people or instructing people like, hey, put that back. Hey, can yeah. you re-rack this? Maybe don't go jumping under a fucking hack squat when someone's coming down. I was, I'd, I've never seen that before. And I wasn't going to stop. I just rolled down. I was like, dude, what do you, what do you want me to do? No, can't, can't crack halfway. I just didn't see it. But I think it's more of the, because that's what I've been seeing more is just if the trainers were to then say they saw someone just leave the 50s in the middle of a room, put them back. Yeah. They might not do it. But since no one's asking to do it, I would never do it anyway. But yeah. I just, I feel like that's one of the things that just ruins it for me at these gyms. Yeah, people can do whatever they want, but like when it's uh, when they just do dumb shit like that, I'm like, oh, guys, yeah. come on, where's my, where's, yeah. where's my lifting brothers? Where's my, where's my, where's my family? Agreed. Well, <laughs> oh man, all right, uh, let's be a last call for any uh, comments or questions from the Peanut Gallery tuning in. And a huge thank you to uh, all of you that have stuck with us over the past hundred episodes. Supporting Shane on Stack 3D and his podcast. Make sure to give him a, a like and a thumbs yeah. up and all that good stuff. Clicking notifications. Sometimes. Not blocking ads. Block ads. That's fine. Uh, Keto Pro gets a refresh as Mark Smelly Bell brings it under his brand within you. Okay. I made a small Say it again. I made a small post on on Facebook about that that the protein. I don't know if if you Shane saw that saw my comment on on your uh, on your post on Stacked. What did you but say, yeah. Lucas? Yeah, I, I did. I did my thing. You know, I I, I tried to be smart, so I put yeah. I put few uh, few things here and there. But you know what? The, what pisses me off about the product is. They advertise it as a keto, right? So, yeah. if if a if a guy or a girl sees uh sees something that you know it's keto, it needs to it's it needs to have like protein and fats, right? Yeah. But fat needs to be, <laughs> as you can see, like per serving thirteen grams. Like, sorry, but what the fuck is going on here? Like thirteen grams of fat per per, per like per serving is yeah. just like ridiculous. Just because it's keto, it doesn't have to be that much that much fat. All you ha- all you could do is just like put, let's say, you know, five grams. This will be like plenty of fat. Yeah. Because this is like this is just like overfeeding people, and you know, people just don't understand that you know, just because you're on a keto diet, you still need to you still need to keep in mind calories in versus calories out, plus. On top of that, you got plenty of fat on your fucking ass, so you can use the fat that you have on your ass instead of like grabbing like shake and drinking extra fat just to like keep you even more yeah. fatter than you are. Agreed. So that so just like just like pisses me off so much, you know. And it's like, goddamn, another because I love Mark Bell and I love what he states, you know, and, you know, yeah. I think it would be a great product, especially with the reason that he uses. 
like you know the organs and so on that's that's awesome you know yeah. and i think that's it that's a just a brilliant marketing but come on now you know putting that that much of fat into like uh once one serving is just it's just absurd yeah and 80 dollars for this shit is beyond ridiculous too i mean yeah. the price was a bit was a bit nuts but yeah, eighty dollars is for true, true, isn't true keto more fat than it's pretty high fat. Yeah, it's it's upwards of uh, seventy five to eighty percent fat, fifteen percent protein, and zero to five percent carbs. That's the thing I've always felt hard. I feel like it's it's tough for brands because the term keto gets used when you have uh, ketones in there, like you yeah. get supplements to do with ketones, and that's keto. And then you have uh, keto-friendly, which might not be trying to give you high fats. It might just be moderate protein, low carb, or low net carb. Right. And they use keto on that. And then you also then then you can then also get the real keto stuff where they actually try and give you that. Because ANS does one, and they divided it up precisely to give you. I think it. I think theirs was more true keto. Was like uh, more fat than protein. I think it was um, ketosis. Yeah, there it is. Their one is 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 pretty sure it was 10, was it twelve to I know the thirty two fat to twenty protein. Yeah, see, so theirs was see for me and from my understanding that's like meant to be true keto. But yeah. see, my issue with the whole keto word is that that's where it gets confusing. You put keto in the name, it could be ketones, could be keto friendly, could just be low carb, could just be no carb, could just be no calorie. So if you're like a keto shopper. If Mark were to put this out and call it fat protein, people wouldn't even fucking keto people, keto true keto who like that high fat, whatever their goal is. I don't sometimes people just do keto for whatever reason. Yeah. I feel like he has to call it keto. He cannot not call it keto because then no one who's on keto is gonna find it. Right. And it is it's he just he's in a tough position. I understand what he's trying to do. He's obviously trying to make something more in line with that true keto. Yeah. But um I feel it's a hard place because the word keto is, I don't like saying this often, but I feel like the word keto has been overused pretty intensely. Yes, it has. Because if he just called this protein powder, people might not have heard if he just called it I, fat protein, fatty pro, I don't know. But I feel yeah. like he had to call it keto pro to get your attention. I, I see what you mean. Like It's tricky because... It is technically just a protein powder with high fat. It's called a Keto Pro. But then he also might just be making this for keto people going for that heavy fat. Like the ANS one. The ANS one came out like yeah. three, four years ago, though, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, theirs was, I think when he pitched that to me, he said much like you said. I think he was like, true keto is this percent calories of fat. And that's how they got the macros that they're on. They worked yeah. it out that way, not like 10, 20, so on so but I feel I, I, I feel bad for keto because it just gets roped in the low carb and then occasionally high fat and then also ketone. So it's like a you go. fifty to sixty percent fat, thirty to thirty five percent protein, five to ten percent carbohydrates. That's the cal- yeah, but- calories, right? Yeah. Percentage of calories, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. that doesn't that doesn't mean that you you need you know you need you need to consume like so much fat. 
you still you you still can achieve like ketosis just to like you know lower your carbs and basically voila you're on 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 uh, ketosis because right. you still will you you still will elevate your ketone levels just by like not consuming carbs at all and yeah. that will allow you, and that will allow some people just, and that's just live keto for whatever reason. Some people just, they aren't doing it for exercise. They aren't doing it for anything. They'll just be like, I, I'm just going to eat keto. Yeah. For whatever reason. Same reason that people, some people are like, I, I just want blends. I just want to isolate. Some people would just stumble across the keto diet, not even touch a, a weight in their life. And if you're going to try and make something for them, is high fat and protein. It's, it's hard because... Because he, mar- he he obviously markets sports nutrition, steak shake, um, and he's got the hydration product, and he's got his regular protein. So he's got like a very sports nutrition base. But if he wants to make this for high fats, it's... I mean, I see what you mean. It's you don't need to do high fats, but if you are someone for whatever reason, high fats work, and this is for you. you no, know, but because I'm laughing because like. Many people will do like, oh, okay, so I'm going to drink this shake. And after that, I'm going to check my ketone levels. And oh, fuck, I'm on a ketosis because my ketone levels yeah, are I like 1.0. And that's a fucking scam because that doesn't work like that. Right. That's what, but that's what people are thinking. He's not yeah, saying I that. Know. He's not got that. He's got not. He's, he's just put out a fat and protein product. But I see what you mean. But that's what I'm saying. I feel like it's misconception. It's confusion, because a keto yeah. product that has ketones does promote that, and they do say that, and they'll say, "Have this ketone product and check your ketones," and then you'll have a keto product that's just keto macros, and I can easily understand how a regular consumer will be like, "Oh, I'll just check my ketones on this too," but that's just yeah. he's they're just doing what they makes sense and i get it makes sense yeah because yeah. this keto product is this this keto. i guess it's a tricky i feel bad for the consumer who's just a regular joe blow who's like i need a keto product it's just yeah. you type in keto into google you're going to get a fuckload of confusion unless yeah. you really 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 know what you're looking for yeah Bye. that's I why mean, we need yeah we need education yeah it's just it's a crappy formula i mean it's it's hydrolyzed whey protein and hydrolyzed beef collagen i mean it's it's not a not a good product at all uh, you gotta yeah. get you gotta get the the, the skin yeah hair skin nails man yeah yeah that's it logan my favorite Ooh. experience close to shane's it was a cleaning lady who started oh, vacuuming hey. under me as I was squatting. Not safe. Not safe. That's pretty bad. She's, uh... I mean, is if she, she goes to the or... gym... Logan, is she dead? <laughs> you should just drop the bar and like, oops, sorry. Did you kill that bitch? <laughs> Heartless. All right, gentlemen, any closing thoughts before we uh, put a wrap on episode 100? Yes. As a matter of fact, I have. Uh-oh. Thank you all for 100 episodes, oh. and I hope that we will have 100 more or even or even much more. And from the bottom of my heart, I just want to say thank you, guys, you, Shane, and you, Robert, for that 
awesome experience that we have so far. And Robic is not here, so uh, fuck that guy. But anyways, just use his discount because we got that that fatness of them all discounts. 50% the final scoop. So yeah, use, use it as much as you want. And of course, we are also supported by uh, Dark Labs and by the Body Shock Pro. So also use their discounts on their websites. Buy as much subs as you want and listen to uh, our show, guys. And we truly appreciate that. So that's all from my side. Outstanding. I might, I might need a tissue after that, Lucas. I don't, I don't know where to end. I don't know how we follow that up. Shane, why don't you profess your love for us as we close too? Well, Shrida. Shrida is the dude that doesn't pull me. Where is he? It's two weeks in a row your boy stood you up, man. I don't know. I don't know. I might need to find maybe you a new, uh, go through. A new fan. <laughs> maybe you didn't get the maybe get the money I sent in the mail. There we something, go. Something's up. Awesome. It's been a pleasure, gentlemen. A privilege. A lot of fun. Uh, let's see what the hell happens over the course of the next hundred episodes. I'm curious to see. And we know Shane won't be in the same location for uh the next hundred episodes, so we'll uh, we'll get to live the world through Shane's experiences. Yeah, I, might be, I might be in in pause. Uh, no, not not Piwa. I might be in Piwa soon. Yes. Sorry, Lucas. She wasn't bad, and she's safe. She was a Latino woman in her fifties who screamed at me in Spanish whenever I deadlifted. <laughs> Can't wait for the next one hundred episodes. Neither can we. Uh, make sure to subscribe to notifications on stack3d.com. Listen to Shane's website and podcast. Uh, give it a five-star review. If you like what we're doing here, give us a like, a thumbs up, share the video with family and friends and loved ones. Give us a five-star rating, at least at least a four on uh, you know your podcast perusing platform of choice. And uh, if you have any questions, comments for a future episode, leave them in the comments below. Hit me up, thesupplementengineer@gmail.com, or uh, hit Shane and Lucas at their uh, respective points of contact. Uh, thank Hell you, yeah. and we will catch you all next time on the final scoop. Whoop, whoop.